What it do, what it do. Once again, it's your boy, Cypher the MC, the Muhammad Ali of MCs. Back with you once again. Welcome to the Enter the Cypher podcast. It is January, well, at the time that this is being recorded, it is January 14th. So, this is actually going to be a kind of a Martin Luther King type-esque podcast. Um, dedication of the uh, great civil rights leader. Uh, but... Just recording it a little bit early. There's my theme, my background music. Every great superhero needs some theme music. Yeah, that's true. I saw that in the movie once. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, before we get started, welcome to the podcast. If you're new, definitely you're welcome. You're, you're, you're in for a treat. If you've been here before, you know what we need to do. We have to go through our disclaimers, get those out of the way. And it goes as follows. I'm not a relationship expert. I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist by any means. I don't have a master's or a doctorate from Harvard. I am just a regular, just a regular. Say it with me now if you've been here before. A regular Joe Schmo. Just a regular guy giving you a different perspective through a different lens on life on issues that affect us as we continue to be on this journey and i say we because i'm on this journey with you to be the best versions of ourselves so as the creator intended so if you so if you're listening to this on on youtube definitely uh if you're watching it as well um drop a mic on that like button for your boy hit the subscribe notification bell all that good stuff all right so I originally had a different topic in mind for today's episode, but I was talking to to Mom Dukes and everything, and um, she works for the government, (laughs) so she has Monday off, and I don't know, somehow the conversation got on um, Martin Luther King's birthday and things of that nature, Um, since my brother's birthday is actually today, shout out to to my bro, Shout out to my brother. Love you, man. Um, and uh, I was like, you know what? I did not think of doing an episode, uh, you know, a Martin Luther King episode. And then all of a sudden, this floodgate just started, this opened, and I was thinking of so many things. So I was like, okay, what could I talk about? What could I give a different perspective on? And it kind of dawned on me that we talk about Martin Luther King Jr. and his impact and his influence. And then I realize that we have very little in the way. I'm not going to say very little. We don't have the 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 impactful, the as impactful civil rights leaders today that we had 50, 60 years ago. You may agree, you may disagree, but I don't believe that it's such an impact that I put it to you like this. If this generation, if this generation of uh, kids grow up to be adults or, or last generation's adults can name five civil rights leaders of today. Without it being Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton, if they can 
name five civil rights leaders today, then I can be proven wrong in that statement that I just made. If you ask any teenager now, any young adult now, name a civil rights leader, they're going to name someone that has already died. More than likely, they're not going to name anyone prominent today. They're not going to name anyone who is who is uh, steadfast in the trenches of civil rights or, or racial equality. Now, they're going to name someone who has already died. And that's the sad thing. If you really think about it, that's a sad thing. Most of us possibly grew up going to school and you know, we heard about Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, Sojourner Truth. Uh, Crispus Attucks, you know, those individuals, Nat Turner, those individuals. But as we got older, we started to hear less and less about civil rights leaders, only doing, you know, certain events that occurred where, 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 where uh, you know, someone's human right to, to exist was, you know, uh, encroached upon or their life was taken. Um, you know, that's when the Al Sharptons come out or the Jesse Jacksons come out. But outside of those two individuals, can you name five other civil rights leaders prominent today? Most of them may be working behind the scenes, but they're known. There's record of them. They, they, they do exist. Unlike leprechauns and, you know, um, unicorns. I think they exist, but that's that's neither here nor there. But if you were to ask any of the young people to, in this generation, or even in last generation, name a civil rights leader, they're gonna name someone that has already died and passed away. Why? Because that's what they were taught. That's what's in their history books. That's what they, what, what they see on TV. All they know is, well, I get Monday off on his birthday. Okay, well, what do you know about him? He was a civil rights leader, okay? What did he do? He wrote a speech. Okay. I mean, what about his life? What about his life do you know? What about his, his existence do you know? What, what about his influence do you know? And that's where the conversation would end and be like, uh, well, because that information is simply not taught. And the question is why? Why is it not taught? Why is it not uh, engaged upon? Like those type of conversations. Is it that this generation or the previous generation that they just can't handle those types of talks? They that you know, hey, okay, let's talk about you know civil rights. Because let's face it, everyone is going to go behind, uh, you know, everyone is going to go to a social media platform and and tweet out, oh, I hate this or I don't like cops or police brutality and whatever, and they think they've done that their part. Uh, well, I voiced my opinion. I think civil rights leaders did a little bit more than just voice their opinion. They actually took a stand. They actually, you know, spoke out in public about things that were affecting them at the time. So, yeah, most of them were putting their lives in danger because during this time, 50, 60 years ago, black Americans were seen as second-class even third-class citizens we weren't really viewed as individuals or you know as as people we were seen more as a threat 
versus individuals who could actually give their opinion about something. Even I myself had to do a little digging. I'm like, outside of Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, I really don't know. And those guys are part of the old guard, as I like to say. Those guys that actually, you know, uh, you know, either marched with, either marched with uh, Martin Luther King, or you know, spoke to him, or, or had conversations with him. Because I believe they're they're old enough. <laughs> I believe they're old enough to have at least spoken with him and, and, and marched with him and things of that nature. I could be wrong on that on that note, but um, they've been around a very long time. And that's the thing. When it comes to not only civil rights for people of color, but just for human rights, basically, there has to be a continuous flow, a continuous cycle of quote-unquote new blood. So that way the next generation can pick up where the older generation left off without there being a gap, without there being uh, a lack of a voice. Because right now, if you were to just kind of just try to look for them, you know, look for civil rights leaders, you will find them. You know, they're very prominent there. They may not have the national eye on them consistently, but they are out there. And I was able to find uh, of course I'm gonna you know I like to do my research and you know I, I went to uh, I found this article uh, found this article online from uh, diversity Inc um, and basically uh, it tells us it, it, 10 modern black civil rights leaders to follow today and this is just for informational purposes and things of that nature. But it kind of gives you a little bit of insight as far as who some of these individuals are. And I just wrote down a few names here. Uh, one is James Rucker. James Rucker. He's the co-founder of Color of Change, uh, which is the largest modern civil rights organization in the U.S. It focuses on racial uh, justice through social media and web-based engagement and organizing. So it's not something, you know, where people get together uh, in a room and talk about, you know, we're going to meet here and, and we're going to do this and do that. It's basically leveraging the power of social media to bring awareness to, you know, racial injustices, things of that nature. Kimberly Crenshaw, she's a professor of law at UCLA and Columbia Law School. So she's on both the East and the West Coast. Uh, she's a scholar and activist focusing on areas of civil rights, constitutional law, race and gender equality. Uh, one of her focuses is, is on unique issues black women face. Then you have, you know, Reverend Dr. William Barber, uh, Alicia Garzer. Uh, Patrice Colors, Opel. Are you someone that is ready to strike out on their own and get their first apartment? You and your roommates are all ready and set to go to live the good life and pretty much get your life started? Or are you about to leave college and looking for a new place to live in a new city with your new degree? Well, guess what? There's a company called Credit Rent Boost that will allow you to get credit for the rent that you pay and get it reported to the credit bureaus. This will not only allow you to boost your credit, but also set you up long term so when you are ready to make your first purchase as a homeowner. So give them a try. 
creditrentboost.com and you can use promotion code OVM24522. It may be the best decision you ever made. I love that guy's voice. That commercial just popped up on me. <laughs> so that was uh, Reverend Dr. William Barber, Alicia Garza, uh, Patrice Colors, Opel Tamidi, Tarana Burke uh, of the Me Too movement before Hollywood got, you know, uh, got a hold of it. Uh, Laverne Cox, uh, Michelle Alexander, another law professor at Ohio State University. Uh, and Melanie Campbell is also mentioned in this article. So you have different people from different backgrounds that, uh, and three of those individuals are actually co-founders of the Black Lives Matters movement, Black Lives Matter movement as well. But you have these individuals who come from different backgrounds who all share a pretty much common a common thread between them they're looking at the the state of our country and they're seeing of course the deficiencies that the blah 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 can't talk today the deficiencies that our country has let's face it america is not a perfect country by any means it is still a relatively young country compared to Germany or England or Russia who has gone through several name changes before we know it as the country today. I look at the US, I look at the United States like this. The United States, if we were to correlate it to the age of a, of a child, because it's still relatively young, it's only what, 200 and some odd years old compared to everyone else it would be pretty much kind of that uh, that preteen preteen years like there you know the country you know the, the child that's easily swayed by the bigger kids um easy to take sides on this on, with this side until that side gets them mad then they're not friends with that side anymore and then they're going to try to be friends with the side that they were against initially and blase blase that's to me that's how the u.s is it it has the potential for greatness it has the potential to be better than it is right now it has the potential to 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 view its citizens as equals versus race ethnicity things of that nature I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that there are other countries that do a census every so often but I really don't know if and I mean that, that'll be definitely a good research to do if other countries if they take into account race as part of their census like, do they just want to know how many people are in your household? Like, what's the medium income? You know, things of that nature and what have you. But I really don't know any other country. Now. Again, I haven't done my research on this here. That race is actually a part of the census. Like, what is your race? Which one of these ethnicities do you claim? Like, I mean, I realize that the U.S. is a little bit more a, a, a combination, a potluck of colors so to speak you know we have different you know you know nationalities and and people from different countries that, that reside here so maybe that takes into account but why can't we just all be viewed as human beings we all should all be viewed as having 
the same rights and not it be based off of our genders or or, or the color of our skin so to speak and this is what dr martin luther king jr in essence was fighting for and he fought for these things non-violently which is ironic because he died in a violent way and most people would say, oh, man, see, nonviolence against violence doesn't work. Nonviolence does not, uh, you know, you can't uh, br bring a knife to a gunfight. And that's true. You can't bring a knife to a gunfight unless you know how to really wield that knife. Only the best. And it's not to say that, that, that Dr. King was not the best. It's just that at the time, at the time that he was active, actively fighting for the civil rights of African Americans in this country having both black and white supporters there were those in power that saw him as a threat as nonviolent as he was they saw him as a threat why because his words were power I truly believe that if we're uh, if we are to be a functional society it has to start in house you know I don't believe that racism is something that is, is taught outside of closed doors that's just my personal opinion I believe it's something that kids grow up with and they become adults that hold those same ideals it's not something that they go to school with and you know go to school and say hey you know what I'm gonna you know dislike this group of people simply because of their skin yeah that's what I'm gonna do no it's something that they're taught something that they they've seen from you know their, their, their parents or family members or or, 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 or or individuals like that the same can be said for those that can, you know, teach their children love and understanding and acceptance and not and to be non non-judgmental when it comes to individuals. The same can be happen, you know, same thing can happen. So why isn't it happening more frequently? Why can't we can, you know, get to that point to whereas we're pushing the needle back against you know, hate and racism and bigotry and things of those things of that nature. The very things that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was fighting for and fighting against. He was fighting against that with love and understanding. Now one may say, well of course he was a he was a reverend, you know, you're you're you know, you're, you'd pretty much have some sort of theological aspect there that, you know, you're, you're not going to see color. You're going to see this individual as a human being. True. And not many people are going to look at it from a, you know, uh, from that perspective, to say the least. You know, oh my gosh, uh, you know, I see this guy as, a, you know, even though he's a white guy, I just can't see him just as a guy. I have to say that he's a white guy or he's a black guy or, you know. But why not? Why, why, why can't you see them as a human being first? I myself have had the privilege of meeting, you know, you know, guys who were, you know, white, Spanish, black, different races, different nationalities, different backgrounds. But I don't refer to them as, yeah, my white guy, uh, my white friend, Bob, 
oh yeah my spanish friend uh julio you know I, I i don't do that i just call them who you know what they are to me my relationship to me their relationship to me is more important than the color of their skin basically and i feel that once we get to that point once we get to that understanding that you know what we're total strangers i just thought of something we're friends we're friends that just don't know each other's names yet we're basically strangers but what we are is we are potential friends that don't know each other's names yet and it's very easy introduce yourself to someone today introduce yourself to to, to someone that you don't know that that's of a different race a different nationality you'll find out that you have a lot more in common with them than you realize but simply because you have a different skin tone there's a lot of stereotypes and myths and things that come along with that on both sides on all sides rather and there's a lot that goes on around us that we have to be aware of whether it's social media movies tv shows that for the most part perpetuate a certain stereotype of this group of that group of this group of that group and we have to find a way to kind of get past those stereotypes and, and still teach the next generation so they can teach the next generation that you do not want to judge someone by the color of their skin but by the content of their character in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. As hard as it is for many of us to do. These were his words. So we have to ask ourselves, are we carrying his words? Are we carrying the torch? Are we carrying those words with us? That 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 movement towards a better us. A better country a better world it's not going to be overnight it hasn't been overnight but we still we have to start somewhere we have to start somewhere and who and where better to start than in our own households so I encourage each and one of you start today start today have a conversation hey everything starts with a conversation so have that conversation today and I'll have that link in the description box below and I appreciate you joining me this week here on the Into the Cypher podcast you know who it is it's your boy Cypher the MC the Muhammad Ali of MCs wishing you all a safe Monday Dr. King you are an influence great man appreciate you and as always before you love anyone else you must first love yourself and I am out this thing. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Cypher. I will not lose. Into the cipher with your life.